guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We are nearing the end of our best Lent ever faith journey. However, the days ahead are going to be some of the most difficult. But know that we must have the crucifixion before the resurrection. We are being called to continue to reflect on our own lives. Invite God into our hearts and have Him be the light and hope that guides us. May we all have the anticipation for the resurrection as we do for Christmas and Jesus' birth. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We hope you have prepared to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. We are on day 31 of our Best Lent Ever Faith Journey. I'm excited to be here with you today. It is April 1st. Can you believe it's already April? I kind of thought back in February this month would never come. Hopefully April has a lot better news than than March did. Uh, I don't know about you, but it is uh, it has been quite a year in 2020 so far. So I don't know about you, but I'll be praying for you today as many of you have children at home and it's April Fool's Day. I'm kind of hoping they don't know that it's April Fool's or else I'm going to have jokes played on me all day long. <laughs> so... Anyhow, uh, let's begin today in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we invite you to come on our journey with us, to be with us each and every day. I pray that you offer us hope and guidance and protection during this difficult time, to be with those around us, but also be with us to help show us the way, even though the fire may be hot or the, the difficulty may be even stronger than we can imagine. I pray that you are with us always and we accept you into our hearts so that we can know the way to serve you and to be there for others during this difficult time. Dear Lord, open our hearts as we become closer to you and as we near the Easter season. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, everyone, we have some stories here today that are very near and dear to us, as I'm sure you know. Um, but how many of you were surprised that we were hearing about Christmas and St. Nicholas? At a time that we're preparing for Easter, <clears throat> I thought when I first started reading, you know, I thought, wow, um, it's amazing that we're talking about Christmas at a time of Easter. But then I got to thinking about, think about how excited so many people are for Christmas, can we have that same excitement and anticipation for Easter? Jesus's birth is an exciting time. Birth in general for us is an exciting time. So as we prepare for Christmas, you know, we know that the coming of Jesus and the baby being born um, is a very exciting time. But do we have that same excitement for Easter? Knowing that Jesus is going to die on the cross, that he is being put to death uh, and a wrongful death at that, However, we are being called to focus on the resurrection, but know that we have to have the crucifixion before the resurrection. Can we get excited about that? Um, I know it's difficult to know that um, we have to go through that cru crucifixion, but let us also remember that that difficulty and that those trying times that Jesus went through ended up in a positive thing. So no matter how hard life is for you right now or has been in the past, 
Know that that resurrection is for you as well so that all of our sins can be forgiven and that we can get through this difficult time of Lent and the journey seeming extremely long and ending with such terrible ridicule and, and terrible treatment of our Lord Jesus. And it's such a difficult time, but no, on the other side of that is Easter. And that's the hope that we're being called to focus on. That if we keep our eyes set on that light, on that hope that Jesus provides to us by coming back um, and being the resurrection, the truth and the light, that that is what we're being called to focus on. Not to dwell on the fact that we're in the midst of sin and in the midst of, of hurt and anger and frustration. We are being called to focus on that other side of that. So as we think about that, as it relates to Christmas and St. Nicholas, he was the first true Santa Claus, if you will, or um, the concept of Santa Claus was based on uh, St. Nicholas. So as we heard in the story there, St. Nicholas knew and heard of this family that was struggling, and he, he felt the need to help support them. So what he did is he was driving by one night, he knew they struggled, so in a red sack he had put several supplies or things that they needed and threw them out on the front doorstep. And as he drove by, the dad or the, the man of the house did see him drive past, so he knew it, who it was. Um, however, he was extremely grateful for those gifts that had been given to them. I couldn't help but think about our times right now and how we're seeing a lot of these same things happen right now where people can't necessarily go into their houses, um, but they might drop by a meal or they might drop by a letter or drop by something to somebody who is homebound and doesn't want to go out and face all of the things that, um, you know, the, the coronavirus and other uh, sicknesses that they might get during this time. And so maybe you have helped um, bring groceries to a neighbor um, or a loved one. And I, I just can't help but think about how um, St. Nicholas truly cared not just about um, their spiritual well-being, but al also the physical well-being. And I think we learn about that in our dynamic Catholic book here um, of Rediscover the Saints, that, that we are called not just to care about people's spiritual well-being, but also their physical and mental well-being as well. And so it couldn't be a better time to help us reflect on this, to think about, are, are we caring for other people's physical needs as well? You know, a lot of times we don't focus on those material needs, but there are some things that, that people do need to get by in life, um, whether, you know, food is one of those, um, but maybe it's clothing. Um, maybe it's something that they need to uh, help prepare their food or uh, live a comfortable life. Think about those possessions that you might have that you might be able to share with others um, and, and think about those who are in need, that they not only need to know that the spiritual uh, guide is there and that we're helping to support them becoming closer to God, but maybe we show that in a way of sharing our possessions with them and share what we have with them. So in our first reading today, we hear about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I don't know about you, but I immediately had to go back to my younger days of, of singing the song of them being in the fiery furnace. Um, I, I don't know if it was a vacation Bible school song or um, if we just learned it during our um, Sunday school lessons. Um, but 
I couldn't help but envision that. You know, as a child, that is a very visual um, story that is being told where the three of them are thrown in this fiery furnace and the fire was turned even hotter than they could possibly imagine. So as that fire gets turned up, they didn't seem to care because they had God with them. They had Jesus walking right there with them. So as the king, Nebuchadnezzar, looked in there and saw them and thought, oh, they should be burning. In reality, it wasn't just three that were walking through that fire, but it was four because God was with them. And know that you too, even though you might feel like you're in a fiery furnace and don't know which way uh, to turn, that, that you're being called to have God in your life so that you can get through this difficult time. And know that with God with us, nothing else can, can tear us down. Nothing can harm us if God is with us. And that is also what started to help the king and his army begin to believe that there was no way possible without God that they could not have survived that, that fiery furnace. So when you're being called to serve other powers or serve other entities, whether that's a boss or a job um, or other things that in life you're being called to um, serve those needs, know that we must focus on our relationship with God. We must call God into our lives and have him be with us because he will show us the way despite how things, how difficult things might seem and, and be. So then as we look at that gospel verse, it said, Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. So that builds off of that message that we just learned. If we invite the word of God into our heart, we can then know that that generous spirit within us, the reason why we're giving, the reason why we're helping others is rooted in our dedication to God and treating others as we would like to be treated. And so if we keep that spirit of God within us and within our soul, know that we will be able to reap that harvest so long we persevere. Don't get tired in these last weeks. And we realize that this journey may have to continue on beyond Easter. We don't know at this time, but we continue to pray and come together in hope and guidance that we can uh, focus on what God truly wants us to do. So then as we look at the gospel reading, uh, it says in there, if you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples and you will know my truth and the truth will set you free. So despite the, um, any of the sins that we might have or uh, any of the ways that we might be um, called not to serve our Lord and to, to stray from that, Know that if we have the truth of God in our life and we come back to refocus on that, we ask for forgiveness, we pray, we have that daily routine of serving our Lord, both in our, the comfort of our home or in our bedroom, but also when we are on the streets or when we are interacting with others. If we have the truth of the Lord with us, it will set us free. So the question is, are you making room for God in your life today? Um, are you including God's word in your heart and having that be the driver? Or similar to um, our first reading, are you being called to serve other entities? Yes, there are some things that we truly need in this world, 
Um, but maybe we're being called to live a different type of life today uh, than we had before we started this Lenten journey, before we were faced with the coronavirus. Um, and so Jesus was sent by God. And if God is your father, you would truly love Jesus. For he has come from God and he is here to save us. So remember this today and each day. And as we approach our Easter season, these coming days are going to get even more difficult, both as it relates to Jesus's journey and him facing the coming of the crucifixion and the ridicule. These are very difficult times in Jesus's lives. And we are also facing those difficult times in our lives as the coming weeks are, are expected in the United States to get much more difficult. We're being called to stay at home. We're being called to listen to what the Lord has to say and even what our, our leaders and our communities are saying. Stay home to protect those you love and to protect yourself and even to protect the, those that you don't know. We will get through this. There will be an end to this. But the sooner that we stay home and stay protecting ourselves and one another and focusing more on what God is calling us to do during this time, maybe that looks different than what we're used to. Uh, but we are called to continue focusing on him. So I hope this message has resonated with you today. I hope that you can start to have that same excitement that we get for Christmas and Christmas morning as, as we will have when Easter morning comes. Even if that Easter morning and resurrection looks different today than it has in years past, I pray that you'll find comfort in knowing that God is with us and that he is there with us on this journey. Even though it might be longer than we anticipate, I pray that um, you'll invite God into your lives and protect you that way. So let's close today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we invite you into our hearts so that you might be with us, especially during the most difficult part of this journey. It is long, it is trying, but with you as our light and our hope and our guidance and your truth being in our hearts, we know that this journey is worth it. We know that we must continue to follow you and trust in you that we will get on the other side of this and it will be like the resurrection uh, that that all evil will be healed and this coronavirus will go away. Continue to protect those who are on the front lines, who aren't able to escape the difficulty of, of what the coronavirus might bring, but grant them healing and trust that all will be okay and they will get through this as well. Dear Lord, please protect each one of us, our families, our friends, our neighbors, and even those whom we don't know. Guide them and protect them. Help them to know you and trust in you that all will be okay. Dear Lord, thank you for coming into our hearts and being with us on this day and every day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. And I pray that today is just as um, joyous, maybe as Easter is. Continue to focus on that light coming from that Easter season. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.